happen is it would take at least four years for these people to come online, for these uh, young young doctors to come online. And then that young doctor then has to decide if he, wants to, if he or she wants to stay in Ireland. And what we see is quite a high proportion of these people who are being trained be. So I think it's paper, it looks good, but it will be a delayed effect and the effect will be much more diminished than the, than has been marketed in that over 50% of the people who will train will ultimately leave the country because they don't see, uh, unfortunately, a future in uh, general practice as, as it is about to develop. And we do know that there's a big, big challenge. Probably the biggest challenge is recruiting GPs, particularly in rural areas. Even the health minister spoke in the doll yesterday that that was um, a key challenge in the overall issue. Do you agree or do you think that like the, the extra GP places and training places will alleviate that? Or, you know, will GPs want to live in rural areas is really the question. I think that's a very big question. I think there's two issues initially. The, 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 unfortunately, there will not be any extra GPs. It will only be replacing the GPs who are about to retire. So let's just start with that. We're going to be having a, probably a net de- decrease in the amount of GPs we actually have in the country rather than a net increase. Because there's um, about almost a quarter or, or to almost a third of the GP work, workforce is due to retire in the next five years. Um, so therefore, any new people coming on board will only be trying to plug that hole. So the the notion of extra GPs, I think, one has to just dispel that um, immediately. So therefore, we're now we now have the status quo. And you're saying then about rural general practice. How do we attract people to rural general practice? I think before COVID, the Irish Medical Organisation had had done, had negotiated a good change in our uh, contractual arrangements, which was probably going to make it attractive for younger GPs to come into rural general practice. But now, unfortunately, government policy as as it is, which is to roll out free GP care in an accelerated way without the infrastructure and the manpower to actually service that extra demand that that will bring. Unfortunately, once again, if I was a young GP uh, um, and I was qualifying now, the first thing, the first choice I would have would be I probably will leave the country. The second choice that I will have is, no, I won't actually go into the GMS uh, scheme. I'll probably remain as a private GP and see the overflow that is bound to develop because the new scheme will be everybody will technically free access to their GP, but you won't be able to see that GP. So you'll, it's a bit like having... Uh, free rail travel in Donegal. It sounds a good idea, but there are no trains in Donegal, so it'll be similar. When we all have free GP care, it'll sound theoretically fine, but it will be impossible to see your GP. 